All right, fans, we got to talk about some news. Who is piping hot in the portal and doing the damn thing? Who also is figuring out what their team looks like this season? Talk a little bit about NC State, a little bit about Boston College, but more about all of the spring games that happened last Saturday. Listen, it's going to be a wild season, but who's going to come out on top? Maybe you'll find out on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kenton Gibbs is in a great mood. I'm Candace Cooper, and this is Locked on ACC as we talked about some of the best things happening in our conference. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere you listen, as well as subscribe to the YouTube show. 1,000 is good. 2,000 is better. Let's keep growing and sharing with our friends all of that fun content. Kenton, they flamed you up when they came to Miami, but they should be sending you praise after your boy Kevin Keats is finding his way in that transfer portal on the men's basketball side. Let me explain something to you. We give our best prediction based on what we've seen in the past and what we predict in the future, okay? That's what we do here. Uh, Sorry to tell you, everybody's team won't get nice things. And don't worry, Miami fans, if you're listening to this saying, oh, nobody could get worse than talked about than he did Miami, just you wait, my (laughs) brothers and sisters and friends in Christ. This is going to be quite the episode, so make sure you tune in for the whole experience. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. It's also 420, so if you roll one up and you light one, it could be one of those kind of vibes today. I just said my friends in Christ, you talk about 420. Lord Jesus. Hey, you don't know what Jesus was putting up back in the day, but anyway, love to talk about some spring games, a little bit of basketball, all things in between. MJ Rice is heading to, in, heading to NC State from Kansas. You talk about guard play. You talk about wanting to find, you know, a Terquavion Smith lookalike identical in terms of vibe and style of play. Beyond that, you want to find someone who's going to help elevate your team. MJ Rice is certainly going to be that guy. It's good for NC State to figure things out in this way. Yeah, well, I'd say MJ Rice has a lot more daring Sebron in him than than uh, Terquavion Smith because if okay. MJ Rice get to shooting six plus threes per game. I'm calling the police. I'm calling Raleigh PD. I want him arrested. But Candace, if I'm if I'm correct here, you are a Raleigh native, right? I am. It sounded like it's a parade inside your city, yeah, because <laughs> there's there's good things going with Keats in this transfer portal. A consensus top three class in the, in the portal right now, uh, bringing in some impactful freshmen as well. This is a a NC State team that looks poised to make some noise next year, and you know, uh, Lord knows that they needed the help after. Uh, Filipowski announced that he's coming back. Obviously, like I said, Jeremy Roach is going to be back. Um, looking at what you have is in terms of, you know, UNC returning a lot of players and maybe maybe possibly doing addition by subtraction and losing Caleb Love and getting some more players out of the portal. Um, a revamp, Louisville. There's a lot of teams that are going to be a lot better this year. Obviously, Florida State, just by uh, having guys who were hurt all year last year come back. There is a lot of revamping going on around the conference. Virginia, who is always Virginia. This is, you know, you can't, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And yeah. Coach Keatson and the pack got better this week. So has the seat simmered down since Keats has shown proven ability, guys who are committing to NC State and actually plan to be there? 
I've I've said this. I said this last year at toward the end of the season, and I say it right now. The reality is, until you win the whole thing, the seat is never that cool. Until you go deep in the tournament, and even then, the seat is never that cool. So you know, I'm I'm hey, I'm right there with all of Wolfpack Nation. You know, celebrating, making memes, doing all the things and all that. But the reality is simple. Yeah. When it comes down to that, when that uh, tip off happens, all the way through the through the final horn of all of these games come next fall, winter, and, and spring, that's what's going to matter. That's where that's where it's going to be. Whether or not Keith Cedar's cooled down, and I'll tell you this: with the players that he's bringing in, recruiting is great. You still got to win ball games, and you have to show up into the right trajectory. You can't just say. Well, we were on the cusp of making the tournament next year after having a team that most people would say is more talented than last year's. You can't just say, well, we we almost made the tournament after you just had a tournament team. You can't have a team that makes the tournament, doesn't win a game, but everybody sees that season as success as well. That just ain't how it works. So I think that a couple things out of this, right? I think DJ Burns had a hell of a season and being a transfer that actually improved during his time certainly helped elevate NC State's opportunities and guys who said, huh, you know, did extra look, maybe cocked their head and had some interest. I also think, I mean, look at the blue bloods that they have in the triangle. It's very interesting how they are, especially with transfer portal being what it is now, people can go anywhere. It's very interesting that nobody's running to Duke doesn't have that many opportunities for people to run to, but from a North Carolina lens, you know, I'd rather go to NC state than North Carolina. Like that, that's something to keep an eye on. If I was, you know, doing my due diligence as a triangle sports coverage host. I'll tell you this, when it comes to that recruiting trail, or as they like to say, winning over mom and pops, when it comes to winning the battle of sitting in their living room, coach Keats is, is one of the best out and um, the reality is very simple. Again, there he has the one thing that is more valuable than anything, or he had the one thing that was more valuable than anything going into this year's portal. Not just playing time, because a lot of teams got playing time. He yeah. had shots, lots <laughs> and lots of shooting opportunities available yeah. for a ton of players. And so, you know, you look at Jarkel Joyner and, and uh, Jaquavian Smith, and I believe they shot, what, nearly 25 shots per game between both of them. Yeah, that's a lot of of attempts, not even make just attempts, just opportunities to where you're going to be the guy with the ball in your hand that are leaving. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a thousand percent. And, you know, I think a guy that comes from Kansas, right, not a scrub program. If you look at, you know, where North Carolina is recruiting. Again, I say just just keep an eye out because, you know, when you talk, start talking about people's seats being warm and just what they're able to bring in, the lure of what used to be a blue blood isn't what it used to be. I think opportunities are available for all. And who wants to go be a fun team? NC State was certainly a fun team last season. Who's going to improve? Who's going to get the shots? Who's not going to deal with all the drama that comes with sometimes the toxic toxicity that is their fandom? NC State, I think them fans could be buck wild crazy. But that's another story for another day. However, if you just look in the totality of programs, it's starting to look better and better for some of the people that haven't gotten all the looks in past. Oh, absolutely. And, and on top of that, you look at some of the things that went down within the team dynamics, which are like, yeesh, that's that's a tough break to yeah. hear about. But this is, again, this is a situation where 
I mean, is it surprising that players aren't there? Not really, given the fact that this is happening all around college basketball. Look at all of the traditional powers in college basketball. And who would you look at right now that you're saying like, yeah, they've, they've been the blue blood for forever in the day and they're still uh, doing great things. Who, yeah. who would that be? You know what I mean? Who would you yeah. look at and say, hey, they've been great since the 60s, 70s, 50s, and they, they haven't, they're still seeing that prosperity roll through right now. There are very few programs. So with that being said, this all ebbs and flows, and it, it just seems like it's the Wolfpack's time to be on top of that ebb after 40-some years of being in the underclass of it. Hey, there's no time like the present. Let's talk a little bit more about some surprising turns to seasons and what we can expect going into 2023, 2024. But first, something exciting is coming to Built.com on April 22nd, three days away. I don't have all the details yet, but the excitement is real and it's something you won't want to miss. If you know how Built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world and they do these amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity. So mark your calendars and head to Built.com on Saturday, April 22nd to be one of the first to discover what all the hype is about. I can't wait to see what this new flavor is. Make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Talking to Kenton Gibbs here. We're rocking and rolling. We're figuring out just what 2023 will bring for both basketball and football. But focusing, switching gears over to the gridiron here. Boston College was a team that had their spring game this past weekend. There's a lot to be said about what this team is and can potentially do going into 2023-2024. There's a lot of pressure on Coach Halfley in the past couple of years. He has been given high praise for just how good he is about talking and how he's overcome so many obstacles with Phil Dracovic's health, with COVID, all of the things that we extended grace to him for. Now, not so much. It's sort of putting feet to the fire in terms of put up or shut up. I need to see at least six to seven wins. Uh, Well, I think this team could get six. I think okay. six or seven is possible because a they is, have a bowl is necessity this year. They have, you know, they they say that uh, a, a friendly schedule always helps out a struggling coach. This this uh, this schedule here is as friendly as it comes. I mean this this schedule didn't listen when they said don't talk to strangers. <laughs> this this here schedule is an extrovert to the highest degree. It wants to talk to everybody because I mean, objectively speaking, they this is a cupcake schedule. If they can't get six out of this schedule, I halfly, you deserve to be fired, brother. Oh you deserve gosh. to be fired. That's really intense. Well, do you think, regardless of how this season goes, this is Halfley's last year? Let's before we get into the schedule. Well, no, I, there. So there is never a situation where, regardless of the situation, this is a coach's last year. Because hmm. obviously, if you do something crazy, like you go out there and win ten games. You can't fire a coach that won 10 games at Boston College. You cannot do that. You cannot. <laughs> that is not possible. Six yeah. games, sure. Seven games, you're getting in dangerous territory. Eight, all right, what happened? Why, with this schedule, I mean, the eight could be, yeah. But even then, you wouldn't want to fire a coach after eight wins. But with this schedule, I, again, I, it's not beyond the realm of possibility for them to uh, to pull off six or seven. As a matter of fact, it's more so a necessity. Like, he <laughs> needs six minimum. Yeah, let's talk about the team of past. They had Zay Flowers, who is probably going to – not probably going to hear his name called 
when it comes to playing on Sundays in 2023 NFL draft. He certainly has been a dynamic player. I just spent time on Locked on Texans talking about just how good Zay is. So make sure you guys go check that out with my guy, Cody Davis. Now we also have the fact that losing Zay has his ups and downs, but losing your quarterback, who some argued was the best in the ACC, if not one of the best, if not the best quarterbacks in the ACC, Phil Dracovic, going to an ACC rival at Pitt, it's very interesting now that you have Emmett Moorhead at the helm. You have a team that's pretty young, but they got some halfway decent transfers, and it's really up for the up in the air about what they could be in spite of this cupcake schedule. I first of all, oh god, they're going to be what they're going to be because of the cupcake schedule. Now let's get that out the way. They need to <laughs> again. You need to milk this schedule. I am for trying to work, be baby. nice, and you, you just need, can't help but, yourself. But let me, but let me be nice. Let me let return me your this. kindness. Let yes. me return your kindness with the kindness, right? Please. I like Emmett Moorhead's game a lot. I really do. You genuinely said it off mic, so I know that to be true. I, I really do. He has a big arm. He is not afraid to make the throws outside the number. He will stand in there and take a hit, and he'll take off when need be. He's only been playing football for a few years, so his trajectory could be crazy. His, the, the potential is there for him to, again, lead this team on something crazy. And with this schedule, it kind of needs to happen. But with that being said, I don't think they do something crazy. I think they get their six. I think they get their six. You think they get bowl eligible, and that's I think they get their bowl eligible. Eligible. Don't ask for nothing else. Bowl eligibility. They'll get their bowl eligibility. Don't ask them for nothing else. Mm -mm, Get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Anything beyond bowl eligibility, get somebody else to do it. All right, well, we had enough hype built around this schedule, so let's go into it. On September 2nd, Boston College will face off against Northern Illinois, a dub. That is a three and nine Mac team. Better be a dub. Okay. Okay. We don't we don't even have to go too much into it because it we you can just give me the better be a dubs, okay? Better be Se- a dub. Yeah. Sever- September 9th, Holy Cross. Another one. Better be a dub. Better be a dub. If you lose those two games, don't worry about it, brother. Do not worry about it. <laughs> you don't charter, have to- charter the jet. <laughs> Get the PJ. Oh no no! They, the, both of those games are at home. Those are those are pay games, which means they're paying these teams to come in and lose by eighty. So if if one of those teams didn't the, they struggle against Colgate last season? They lost and, to Colgate. Okay. And that's and this is why I'm saying you have to win these games because if you sit up here and have mm-hmm. one of those teams saying, and one more thing, tell them bring me my money, you are gonna have some problems, brother. You're going to have some problems, Mr. Halfley. Oh, my Lord. All right, September 16th, they face off against Florida State. First L of the year. First L of the year, yeah. I I think that that's a safe one. I mean, you know, again, I don't think that Florida State is as good as they would – that looking at the end of their season last year would imply – but I think that they're good enough to handle this Boston College team. Beat the brakes off Florida State. The better Maroon wins this game. Yeah. <laughs> Not the better maroon. All right, they go on their first road trip at Louisville. I think they lose another one here. I think they but I think they lose this one close. I think they lose that one close. And who is the I, quarterback of Louisville that you give confidence in over Emmett Moorhead? Oh Lord, did we lose him? Did we lose him, ladies and gentlemen? I feel like already he's trying to just get us in a position to feel uncomfortable. It's not the quarterback that just the quarterback position I feel confident about. 
in college football, you can kind of get away with not having that quarterback question answered if the rest of your team is good enough. No, and sir. I think that this Boston College team, again, where so you tell me, <laughs> where are you looking at this Boston College team saying they're good in this area? Where? You know? I'd say that their receiving core showed yeah. this last year toward the end of the year. And yes. more again, I like his game. Offensive However, line got a year older. Got first. But a year older don't always mean better. Okay. But um, that you, is you asked me a question. Ask, it's ask not an a recipe sometimes. Okay, that's fine. That's what, again, if that offensive line improves drastically, yes, I can see them winning this Louisville game. If not, mm, mm, okay. And I don't think they got drastically better. I think they got a little better. You know, I think that should be better. I don't think they'll be drastically better. Um, mm-hmm. I think that Louisville takes a close one. Okay. Now, they have Virginia at home on September yeah. 30th. Now, listen, this this stretch here, and I know that this is a long stretch, so don't say, oh, duh, every game through there is important. Virginia through Virginia Tech, that whole stretch there. That whole stretch seems to be something serious because Kenton keeps going in and out today, which is kind of crazy. But hearing him on September 30th trying to figure out what's going to go down. I don't know why I keep getting kicked out here. But anyway, um, that 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 whole stretch there is going to be pivotal to determining whether or not Halfley is somebody's defensive coordinator next year or whether or not he's still at Boston College. Because, uh, you know, that, that stretch in there is, is going to be important. It's going to be real important for this team to get some W's here. Do they beat Virginia or no? Yes, they take care of a bad Virginia team. Yes. All right, they go to Army. Mm, I don't (laughs) see them beating Army. I don't see them beating Army. Okay, so we have three three wins right now. Mm -hmm. I think I think one of the best things they do is rush the passer, and I I don't think that they're going to be that stout at stopping the run. And when you play those triple option teams, especially. Uh, that's a that's a tough order there. Don't touch your mouse, please. All right, they have a nice little bye week. Worry about <laughs> they have a nice bye week, and then they go off and play Georgia Tech in Atlanta. And again, this is why I said this stretch is going to be vital because they should handle Georgia Tech. They should should keyword there. Is it a Georgia uh, Tech team with the coach in year two and halfway in year four, five? They should handle this team. They should. I don't want to guarantee anything for anybody, but they should win this game handily. Okay, so that's five wins. UConn at home. Mm, I know they're going to want their get back. I know they're going to want their get back. I know they're going to want it. I don't know if they get it. I don't I don't know if they Late get it. Late October, I would hope the team is established by then. Moorhead has found his groove. Because this is a UConn team that got better and better as the season went on. They got better and better. I want you to think about this. Last year, Boston College beat NC State, right? NC State beat UConn by 50-some-odd points in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, that team just got better and better and better. They, again, they got beat by NC State by 50. They ended up beating Boston College, you know, this is a this is a Boston College team that I'm not sure if they get that win against UConn. I'm not sure. All right, so we got our last four games here of the season at Syracuse. 
They should get this win. And that's why I said that this stretch. important game for both. No, that wasn't in your. This is an important game for both. Yeah. Babers could be looking for a new home and Halfley could be looking for a new home after this game. I wouldn't be surprised if both of them are looking for a new home at the end of the season. But this particular game, this particular game, I think that the fighting Jeff Halfley's get it done. Um, Because when I look at when I look at Syracuse, I mean. It's so much production. You, we, so every every if for those who are listening new and don't know, every time we have a struggling program, we always say free our dog, whoever is being that you know outstanding player that's holding on. Whenever we have a coach who is probably fighting for his job, and sometimes teams get upsets, we call them the fighting Halfleys, the fighting Satterfields, the fighting Babers. You know, we want the team to kind of hold on for said coach or they figure out a way to win because they're playing for coach. So just for context, that's what it means. And it's very interesting that Kenton already has them to be the fighting Halflees. Oh, absolutely. I I don't know why that would be a surprise to anybody. Like I think I'm, I'm, just, a, I'm just trying to educate the audience. Yeah. I think that that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. I don't think anybody should look up and say, wait, what? Like they're going to be, competing and fighting for their coach's life at this point? Yes, very much so. Yes. So Virginia Tech is at home November 11th. Both teams kind of shaky. It's another battle of the maroon. What you think this one will be like? And and I'm sorry, which team is at home here? This would be Boston College at home. Okay, Boston College is at home. They say that home gives you a three-point advantage, which means I'll give the nod to Boston College here. November 16th, they face off at Pitt. Now, wait, that's their sixth win, right? That would be their sixth win against You said they're going to beat Syracuse. Okay. Yeah, so that would be six, right? Yeah, I don't don't see them beating Pitt. I don't see that happening. Okay. And then Miami on November 24th. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, no. That's Miami senior night, ain't it? Mm -mm. It's it's at home. Oh, okay. So it's Boston College's senior night. Yeah. Sorry, seniors. Sorry. You Tough can't time. even name them seniors. So that's how that's Tough. how that fit go. Tough time. Tough time. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, hey, it's been real. It's been fun. It ain't been real fun. Sorry, seniors. <laughs> but I think they get their six, and I think that that's not their last game. They have an opportunity to go win the seventh in a bowl game. And if you get seven wins for Jeff Halfley, do you see that as a massive improvement, something worth keeping around? Yeah. Yeah. Seven wins. I mean, you got to put go. it in perspective again about who Boston yeah, College is. You got to add context. You got to add – it's not just about who Boston College is. This is not a year that people are looking at this team and saying they should win eight, nine, ten games. Like, at the end of the day, I think most people are not going to be as high on them as I am. I think most people are not going to say, hey, pencil them in for six wins. That's that's my personal opinion. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't think most people uh, will will do so. But I think that they they can, again, I like their young receivers a lot. I like Moorhead a lot. I think that if that offensive line gets better, not massively, but just better, not like, not saying good, just like slightly below average, they'll be all right. Last year, they were god awful. That offensive line, I mean, me and you could go out there and get us a couple sacks against them. You know what I mean? So uh, the reality is, if they're better, they got a shot in a lot of these games. I think they're going to get five to six wins. I think they're going to feel the heat and loss of Phil Jerkovic. 
I think they're going to feel the loss of Zay Flowers. I think they're going to feel the loss of Josh DeBerry on that secondary. My only saving grace is that you could tell the offensive line didn't mess with Phil like that. Like at you some could. point, you could. You it, could was, it was personal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they F with Emmett a little more and they might block him a little bit better. That's my only like, okay, six or seven. I can see the fence of that. But I think you, you keep coach around for six, but it has to be six. If they don't get to a bowl, it's, it's a wrap. But and again, this is why I say it's not in spite of this schedule. It's because of this schedule. Because oh, yeah. if you don't get six wins, right, that means that you would have to lose to either a Northern Illinois, a Holy Cross, a Georgia Tech, a UConn, a Syracuse, or a Virginia Tech. Multiple of those teams. Like that's the reality. You would very seriously have to lose to multiple of those teams because again, some of those teams that we're looking at here, we can go ahead and book that as an L. So you'd also have to lose to those teams, which is like, yeah. Mm. And, and to me, Georgia Tech and Syracuse is sort of like a crapshoot. If they f around and have an amazingly good season, then you're like, where the heck did that come from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 you could and you could live with losing to one of those teams that they have an amazing season. The chances of both of those teams having amazing seasons. Yeah, it's gonna be. A come little on, tough. come on now. It's gonna be a little ticky, ticky tacky. So, losing yeah. your losing your starting quarterback, starting running back, and offensive coordinator. Come on, come on. What do we? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let's stop this. You know what I mean? There's some growth opportunities for the Eagles. They're gonna need it. I think Halfley has put himself in a position to where the scrutiny can start. Like I think it already, of course, people already feel away about him, but it's gonna be very much severe. And like, are you actually the guy to lead? Is your eyesight on like other positions? Maybe other coaching jobs? Maybe in the NFL? But it just it, if your focus is not on these guys going to the season and really developing more ahead, I, I think we start to question some things here a bit. It don't matter what his eyes on. It matter about in the words of Eric Bieniemy, this is not a game about numbers. It's about the alphabets, and the only alphabets that matter is W or L. Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter what he does. People said that James Franklin up at Penn State had his eye in other places. You know why they keep bringing him back? And boys keep winning nine, ten games a year. I mean, what well, do you? What are you going to do? Halfley could be like being me and nobody want him. But, you know, there's just made, there's a whole lot going on. Somebody so want him. He got a head coaching job now. He got a head coaching job now. So, you know, <laughs> somebody want him enough. Who got a head coaching job somewhere? I'm saying Halfley. Oh, somebody like say, what being me you talking about? No, 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 no. Being me, that's a whole nother story for another time. <laughs> but Halfley got a head coaching job now. So somebody liked him enough. So, you know, yeah. it's it's about but it's, all, it's, it's Boston College, like. But I mean, Boston College has had their ups and downs, but for the most part, they have been middle of the road or better. Like they have not been for long periods of time, like the the whipping boys of the ACC. Even with Adazio, even though those teams weren't going to win you twelve games, or you weren't thinking like, "Oh, this is an ACC championship team," they were physical. They were tough. They were nasty. You knew that you you might come away with a win, but, boy, you was going to need that ice bath. They were going to wind up with seven offensive linemen and a, a, a running back that had thighs so big he couldn't wear jeans. And next thing you know, you were going to come out of that game like, oh, we won? Yay, I can't lift my arm all the way. But, yay, we did it. Sure. So, yeah. 100%. Your team saw that full well last season. Well, Very as much, much as Boston Very College much. is in the middle of the road, let's hope Coach Halfley doesn't see the end of the road. 
during his time with the Eagles in 2023. So if you want to hear all about all of our college football action, make sure you download, subscribe to the pod. You can listen to Locked On College Basketball if you want to get more of that MJ Rice scoop and all the things. Listen to all of our shows here at Locked On College. Locked On College. Locked On Podcast Network. We have a lot of college channels. Always looking for some ACC hosts. So shameless plug. If you want to be a host around the ACC, we got a couple of schools that are in desperate need, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Clemson off the top. Make sure you hit me up at Candace Cooper. Let me know of your interest. I'm happy to always plug you in. It has been a pleasure with my guy, Kenton Gibbs, per usual. Fellas, until next time.